Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome in. Happy uh, Red Friday here with the game coming up on Sunday morning. It is a gloomy morning, but it was a gorgeous sunrise. I don't know I saw, if you were up yet, but it was a gorgeous sunrise. I was not. Yeah, I was not up yet by a long shot. However, yeah, I've seen pictures all over everybody's feed today on Twitter, on Facebook, everywhere. Everybody's posting pictures of the sunrise. It was beautiful. i kind of sorry I missed it, but I was enjoying sleep at that moment. I mean, if you'd ever like me to call you and make sure that you <laughs> see those, feel free to tell me, like, hey, I because I can, I can swing that if you ever want that. I appreciate that. Call. I will, hey, uh, go look at a pretty sunrise. It's not bad, <laughs> yeah. right? It's kind of like when I call people in the middle of the night and go, dude, you can see the ISS. It's right there. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's a bit of a similarity. Of course, it's more of an issue during the summertime. But uh, oh, we are, by the way, speaking of which, uh, tomorrow tomorrow evening around 7.15, we are going to get a pretty spectacular view. Again, pending cloud cover. Uh, should be a nice night to see the ISS fly over. I will be at the house party for Veterans Community Project at T-Mobile uh-huh. Center tomorrow night. But yes, if you are out and about, it should be clear. If I'm not mistaken, it should be Good. clear for that tomorrow no, night uh, to be able to see it. So. That's great news. It is. It's going to be one of the more bright and long-lasting views of the ISS. I'll post stuff on social media, so just keep an eye out. Um, so my understanding is that the Chiefs should be in Germany now. Um, I believe their flight got delayed by about an hour last night. Uh, but they were going to make the time up in the air. They're going the right direction of the jet stream. It's funny, we have that story somewhere today that there's more of a jet stream than there ever used to be. And so that's helping planes go like 750 miles an hour across the Atlantic in ways they never used to. So I think they were supposed to get there at like nine o'clock central time this morning. So it could have been maybe a few minutes early, given the jet stream. <laughs> yeah. And, and what does that do to planes that are flying the other way? Are they they're literally going like 500 miles an hour? They're an hour late, all of them? I don't know if they just, it just takes them longer. You'd figure, I, I don't know yeah. what that, you know, um, I don't know enough about the physics of that, about that. That's a little bit over my head, flying to the jet stream, going, I know one direction takes you longer sometimes than going the other direction. Yep. And I don't really going into the wind. I, yeah. Yeah. No. Flying East is always going to be faster than flying West, at least in this hemisphere. Cause you've got the wind behind you. So they should be there. Um, they looked pretty comfortable as they were boarding the flight yesterday. So uh, Mama Kelsey's getting a lot of love as she's already over there. And again, it's fun. I didn't realize how many people I knew that were there 
until I pay attention to social media. And now everybody that's there is posting everything <laughs> we're seeing everywhere. I'm learning about apple wine. Is I saw thing that. in Frankfurt, apparently. Yeah. yeah uh, that was one that, again, my time in Frankfurt was all of two and a half or three days. Uh, but that got by me. I didn't know apple wine was a big thing there. So what's everybody planning for Sunday morning? 913-586-7798. Now is where we can kind of gather these. Uh, Channel 41 had a list this morning. I just, in following a lot of places on Facebook, have found a couple others that are not on their list. And I wonder if we're going to hear more announcements like tomorrow. But that's pretty early for a bar to open. Yeah, but a lot of them are doing it. Uh, the, the list that you have in front of you, notwithstanding, I mean, I've heard tell of a whole bunch of places uh, just in our little area of Shawnee that are going to be open early on Sunday morning. And when I say early, I mean, we're talking about an hour before kickoff, opening about 730 in the morning and mm-hmm. getting the breakfast spread out, getting everybody going. And I mean, if you're able to do that, I was a little surprised to see that that many places are able to adjust their menu on the fly like that. Like if you have a menu that you're already set up to do and it mm-hmm. doesn't normally include breakfast, well, I guess you can buy as many eggs as you want, right? I was surprised that that many places could get a liquor license exception to be able to serve liquor that early in the morning. I don't know enough about how liquor licenses work, but do you have to go and like get an exception to your, your permit or something to be able to open yeah, that's a and good serve question. liquor at a certain hour? Especially considering the number of places that, I mean, as we mentioned the other day, places that are normally open every week for Sunday brunch and do mimosas. Mm-hmm. So right. you'd figure that maybe they already have that. If, if you need that, yeah, what time are you allowed as a bar? Usually they're worried about closing time, right? You get a right. 2 a.m. license or a 3 a.m. license or whatever. But what, yeah, what time are you allowed to open? Can you just open back up at 4? And maybe I'm a dummy. Maybe they all just, because you're right, all we ever talk about is closing time for yeah. your license. Maybe they all just say 6 a.m. or something. Could, or, could be, yeah. Maybe the city council just said, you know what, on that Sunday. <laughs> We're not going to ding you. Right. We're not going to ding you for opening for the Chiefs game. Uh, so I am happy that I will not be, again, friends of mine are having people over uh, to sit outside and watch it. It'll be okay. It'll be like 50 degrees in the morning yeah. if you're going to be outside. So that's fine to be sitting under blankets. But I'm happy because I live pretty close to Grand Falloon on the plaza, and they announced that they are going to be open at 7.30 a.m. Wow. With their brunch, because they do a brunch anyway, which will be easy. You just kick your brunch up earlier. I mean, you're, I'm going to be up anyway then at that point. If I'm going to hear the noise coming from that at 7.30 in the morning, you may as well just get up and, and go out and do stuff. Remind me, what's the town again, if you remember off the top of your head, where they're going to shut the electricity off tomorrow? Odessa. Or, oh, that's right, Odessa. And it's mm-hmm. not tomorrow. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, Sunday. they're mm-hmm. going to be out from midnight to noon on Sunday, which is exactly the time that you would want it to be on. But, uh, yeah, a couple of places are in Odessa are already setting up generators and things like that to be able to stay open, even though the power is going to be off. I am looking at a map because that's, I mean, I don't know towns over that way. Like, where's the closest you can go if you're going to get out of Odessa? I mean, there are plenty of towns around there. Mm-hmm. You're not that far from Blue Springs. I don't know what that is, 15 miles, 20 miles. So you could get to Blue Springs or Lee Summit or Lone Jack or something like that, and they'll have, they'll would, have the game on. You know what? It would almost be cool, though, to go to a place where, where the power is out, where they set up the generators and all of that just to be able mm-hmm. to open. Um, I don't want to send too many people there, though, because you don't want to overtax their generators. And all of a sudden, you know, fourth quarter comes along and they're out of, uh, out of juice for the generators. So send somebody off for some quick diesel refills. If you have plans, if you are the person that's hosting – I'm curious to know if you are doing food that is not normally served at 8 o'clock in the morning. If you're doing what you would normally do for a tailgate at 4 or 5 p.m., if you're just treating it like it's an afternoon game. Wow. I'm, I, I love that idea. That's, yeah. As somebody that I'm not big into breakfast food, so I, I love that idea. 
Um, somebody said their apartment complex is planning a biscuits and gravy tailgate breakfast I, on Sunday morning. I just saw that. What a fantastic idea. But yeah, your idea of opening with a regular menu. And I was just, I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. There's nothing that, you know, that's going to stop me from having a piece of pizza on Saturday, yeah. Saturday or Sunday morning if I want one. But something about being greeted at eight o'clock in the morning with a brat, just uh-huh. that seems a little <laughs> over the top to me. It's like, here you go. You want some onions and peppers on that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm fine. To the person that just said, we usually smoke meats, but we're doing breakfast food and Bloody Marys. Smoke your meats. Start it the night before. How do you keep the papers from getting all wet? Uh, somebody else said making corned beef on Saturday night and doing corned beef hash. See, there you go. Now okay. we're talking. Do a little corned beef hash and scrambled eggs. Anybody doing matzo brai? Nah, probably not. Uh, be, uh Matzo brai. That's uh, scrambled eggs with matzo crackers and uh, usually brisket or something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. some good stuff. Love me some matzo brai. Colin, do you have any plans for Sunday morning? Do you know what you're up to? I know that's usually your day to sleep. Decompress, yes, I will be sleeping. Yes. You're not going to wake up for the game? No, I'm going to set my fantasy lineup the night before, and then I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me you're at least taping the game. No, I'm not a Chiefs fan. I don't care. Oh, okay. Ooh, Sorry. wow. Sorry. Thrown down. Listen, here's the deal. Yeah. When you are doing football seven days a week, uh, yeah. every okay. day, it's nice to kind of not have to do football. Football. I don't Sorry. Know if that, that, if that makes sense. Announced though on the air like that that you are not a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I, I'm a Packers fan. I've said that. But I, but you can be a fan of more than one team. I've never heard you say you're not a Chiefs <laughs> yeah. fan. I yeah. Like, I grew up a Bears fan. That's fine. Do you feel the arm being twisted at all there, Colin? No. It's uh. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Now uh, we should mention because you said you do football every day of the week for a good portion of the year. Uh, is it tournament time yet at, high, at the high school level? Yeah, we're in the playoffs. Good for you. Thank you. All right, so the team doing well. Do you know who your opponent is this week? Yes. And how are we feeling? Very good. Awesome. Okay, good. Yeah, good. We're, we're, looking, we're looking to host most of the playoffs here. Outstanding. Okay. All right, so we'll be, we'll be uh, looking for the full report on Monday morning. Uh, text yes, her again. I like this. Somebody said, I love most breakfast food, but give me a brat or some brisket at 7 a.m. And I'm not turning that down either. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Oh, always good stuff. So somebody else said serving beer with beef bouillon. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, you do you, man. Huh? I, I get the beer part. What do you mean with the beef bouillon part? I, what do you? Yeah. Is that going broth. in that's the beer? That's like concentrated broth. Is that going in the beer? Yikes. I, I've never heard of that. I've heard of people putting egg in their beer, but uh, never beef bouillon. That's a new one on me. So there's a list. Um, I don't know if there's a, a central place online to find these. What I thought the place that I thought would have it is I still follow that tailgating group that we talked to last year. Yeah. Um, what I saw. Yeah. What I saw them asking this morning was what hotel are the chiefs staying in? in frankfurt <laughs> and then somebody responded don't be a weirdo yeah like, don't go stalk the hotel don't go stalking uh yeah i um i will admit having met a team once as they were checking into their hotel to come to a city where i was watching the game uh, you know the bills were going into nashville and so i figured you know what the heck somebody somebody hipped me to it they were like hey on the slide this is where your team's gonna be staying so you know we just kind of met them there as they were checking in got a couple of autographs for the kids that was kind of fun but yeah the, uh, when when you're saying, okay, where are they staying? Yeah. What, what are you going to do? <laughs> you yeah. knocking on their doors on Saturday? I think that won't go over well. Now, it would be cool if something was planned at their hotel after the game. Like if there's a big conference room or something like that or, yeah. or a big lobby. If we want, if we win after the game, 
have something planned so that you can greet the team as they come back because it'll be kind of a party atmosphere, but... I'm yeah. not in charge of things like that. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They just want to know. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they want to know where the party's going to be mm-hmm. on Sunday evening in Frankfurt for their last night after the Chiefs game. Apparently, we don't know redneck things because somebody just said the beef bouillon goes in the beer. It's a redneck thing. Come on. Uh, okay. Like I said, you do you. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy your redneckness or whatever that is. Yes. So, yeah, I'll, I'll stay with my matzo, Brian. I'll be good. 830, right? 8.30 is kickoff? Yes. Uh, 8.25? 8.30? Uh, right. 8.30 a.m. our time. So, um, yeah, who cares about anybody else's time? I don't even know what time <laughs> that's going to be in Germany. Is that like is that like 1.30 in the afternoon? Or? I feel like we tried to sort this out the other day about yeah. whether they do whether they change clocks or not. They do. And, and in fact, I think they already have. And then we're going to catch up to them on Sunday. So we'll figure so, it out. But, yeah, it'll be the same, same time difference. Oh, yeah, that would make sense to do it as the late afternoon game there. Because they would normally be seven hours later. Now the fight's going on because now we got another text on the text line that says, <laughs> Hi, this is your local redneck. That is not our thing. <laughs> Call and identify yourself right. and tell us what, what local redneck is all about. Is it or is it not the redneck thing to do to put bullion in your beer? Uh, and if so, why? Who was the first? I always wonder about that. Who was the first guy to go, hey, you know, mm-hmm. um, I got this bullion cube here. I'm not doing anything with it. I wonder if that would go in my beer. Like, did it fall in? Were you making <laughs> stew or something, and it and you had a beer sitting there, and it fell in, and you were too lazy to fish it out? That's right. I could dump this out, but that would be a waste of an entire beer. So, Absolutely. oh, well, might as well. Do. Hey, that's not bad. Or are we just being trolled by the beef bouillon thing? Sometimes I don't know. We need a, a sign for that on the text line. Like, sometimes I don't know if I'm being played uh-huh. with something like that. And with something harmless like that, okay, mm-hmm. sure. See, that's why we say this stuff on the air, because now we can confirm or deny. When somebody five years from now asks us, hey, do rednecks really put bullion in their beer? We can go, no, 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 that was just some dude having fun. Yes. Uh, all right, so keep these coming in. Let us know where you're going, and we'll if we get a better list by the end of the show, we'll, we'll pass some more of these along. All right, the story out of the city of Shawnee about the city manager that, um, I'm not going to say he's in some trouble, but there's some controversy going on there, uh, made national news this morning, and now city leaders in Shawnee are explaining or defending why they put him on paid administrative leave. We'll talk about whether you believe this decision. Get to this coming up here on KMBZ. Quick announcement out of KCI, and then we'll get back to our discussion of what time it is in Germany, because that's going to be the uh, the continuing discussion today. Um, Pat Klein, who had been the director of aviation there for quite a while uh, and was in charge when the new terminal opened, retired shortly after that. And for since then, there had been a search for a new director of aviation, the person that's in charge of the airport, and the mayor just made that announcement. Uh, congratulations to Melissa Cooper. Kansas City's new director of aviation, exceptional leader regarded highly throughout the avi- aviation industry. She was an internal candidate. Um, in she fact, was, I've, okay. I've met her at a couple of fundraisers. Um, deputy director of properties and commercial development most recently, and was the airport manager for the Wheeler Airport downtown before that, uh, or at the same time. I can't tell from looking at this. So internal candidate. I don't know when she takes over, but she's already there. So that makes things quick, uh, makes things easy, which means that our friend Justin Meyer gets to go back to doing just one job. <laughs> yes. Well, he's been doing like seven. So, uh-huh. yeah, to be back to one, I hope he doesn't get bored. I, listen, he goes, Quentin Lucas goes a lot. Quentin Lucas is going 24 hours a day. I feel like sometimes Justin is too. Yeah. Because there's just so much going on over there all the time. So, and he had been the intern for a while. So, congratulations to Melissa. That's pretty cool. 
Okay, we're still sorting out what time it is in Germany. What are we talking? What were you asking about the jet stream? Were we? Well, I was just are, thinking are, are as, we- as we were talking about the planes flying faster because the jet stream is so strong right now. So if you're flying from west to east, like you would be if you're going from here to Germany, that's the way the jet stream goes. So you've got a tailwind the entire way. You would you would go faster and land sooner than you would if you were trying to go back the other way. And I was just wondering if you were to fly, like if you had a, a normal flight that went. exactly half or close to exactly halfway around the world, would you maybe change which direction you went (laughs) Uh by how strong the jet stream is? You know what I mean? Because if you're going one way, if the jet stream's not that strong, it doesn't really make that much difference. But if it's a real strong one, then maybe you would swap and go the other direction. Yes, my head is starting to spin about that (laughs) because I have done that where, especially based on where Kansas City is, I have gone places like when I went to Vietnam, it was kind of a, you could have gone either direction to get there because it's it's pretty close to just exactly the other side. Okay. And you wonder like which direction do they decide to go? And we went west from here and then stopped like in Tokyo or something like that. Got it. Yeah. If they thought they could gain an hour. Would they just go the other direction yeah. instead? Yeah, I mean, I would. Right, if, if it was going to save you that much time and, you know, potentially save you that much fuel because you're not fighting the wind the whole way, then why wouldn't you? Okay, so right now in Germany, right now in Frankfurt, Germany, because I don't know how many time zones there are in Germany, it is now 4.24 p.m. So if we back that up two hours to where it would be 8.30, that means the, the kickoff would be at 2.30 p.m. unless... They've already changed to daylight saving time, and then we're going to catch up to them, which means our clock would go back an hour. Uh, so it would be instead of, you know, it would kick it. It'd be seven hours, it would kick, it? No, it would, kick it the, it would kick it the other way. So that would be 3.30 p.m. their time. If we go back an hour, so that, that lengthens the amount of time rather Correct. than compressing it. So, yeah, it, it would be 3.30 p.m. their time. I thought it was always seven hours difference, but maybe that was during... It is, except for that one little piece where they've already switched to daylight saving time and we haven't. Okay, so right now it's six hours difference. By Sunday, it'll be seven hours difference. Yes. So our 8.30 in the morning will be their 3.30 p.m. Correct. time. Okay, right now it's 2.30 p.m. there because we have not fallen back yet. If it were eight thirty, yeah, it would be it would okay. be two thirty in the afternoon. So yeah, right now it's four twenty four. So you're right, six hours, but it'll go back to seven on Sunday. The only thing I always remember is that about that is that the UK is one hour different from the rest of Europe. They're one hour earlier. They're one hour closer to us than the rest of Europe. Yeah, well, half so, of it, half of it would be right because it's Greenwich is where the is where the timeline goes through. London is what I know, okay. I guess. London is what I use yeah, as the basis. Right, yeah, of mm-hmm. course you would. I mean, that's by far the biggest city and yeah. the capital and all of the rest of it. So, yeah, I guess if you're east of Greenwich, it would be an hour off of that. But, uh, yeah, it, it's confusing as heck. Yeah, they switched. <laughs> Germany switched on October 29th. So, yeah, for this five- right. or six-day period, this is the only time when we're going to be six hours off rather than seven. It is funny because I'm looking at this a little bit for a trip I'm doing coming up, and we change clocks a lot later than most other countries that do it. Like yes. Germany already, most other countries do it in September. 
I don't know if we wait until after Halloween on purpose so that kids can trick or treat when I, I don't know why we do it so much later than everybody else. We didn't used to. We, I mean, it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, it was still in September, usually or early okay. October, but we kept pushing it back. And I'm not sure what the reasoning was behind that. But you know what this is starting to feel like? So if a train leaves Frankfurt <laughs> at 830 in the morning, traveling 60 miles an hour, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like these are the word problems that used to make us scream when we were in school. You've never watched The West Wing. I'm sure I've asked you this 35 times. Um, I've seen, so like, we started it. We started okay. it right before Jen went to New York. So, yeah, I'm sure we're going to pick it up when she gets back. In one of the early seasons, um, there is a scene where the president, who's played by Martin Sheen, goes to China, I think, or goes somewhere far away. And the main staff there, there are like six clocks on the wall all <laughs> yeah. the time that says what time, like what different cities are in New York uh-huh. and Beijing. And, and then there's always one that says POTUS. What time is it where POTUS is? So they always know. And there's this whole scene and it's really funny and it's really fast paced about, and they basically say, he's been in China for three days. How can it have been Tuesday the whole time? The like they just can't time. figure it out. Cause yeah. they have bad news to give him when he gets back and they're trying to figure out what time it's going to be when he gets back. How weird is it going to be for him when he gets back and finds out that all of a sudden it's Saturday. <laughs> you know, it's right. like, Wait a minute. How did that happen? Uh, yeah, it is. It's confusing. My favorite little anecdote about that is that uh, when the switch happened in Y2K, which wasn't really the millennium switch that was the next year, but regardless, we all were focused on 1999 to 2000 was there's a tiny island in the middle of the Pacific that's just, or it was anyway, just on the other side of the international dateline. And they held a vote because they're one of those weird ones that's on a quarter hour from here. So it's like seven hours and 15 minutes from from our time. So they held a vote and moved themselves to the other side of the international dateline so that it would be Y2K there first before anywhere else on earth. Um, so it's funny. We talked, I don't know why Samoa keeps coming up on the show and mm-hmm. American Samoa, but it does. And I, um, am pretty familiar with American Samoa. I've done news there before and Samoa and American Samoa. I don't know how 20 miles apart. Maybe it's, it's not, not very yeah, far. It's not far. You can see one from the other. The international dateline cuts between them. Does it really? <laughs> yeah. And those two countries are so closely, I mean, American Samoa is ours, obviously. Those two countries are so closely related. They just do so much together because there's nothing else there. But every time you look at news stories that has them both in it, they have to say, but in Samoa, it'll be this day. Oh, yeah. And here it'll be this day. Yeah, there's there's a town uh, in the panhandle of Florida. Uh, is it Panama City, maybe? One of those places that's somewhere near there where the, the Eastern Time Central timeline cuts mm-hmm. right through the middle of town. So on oh, one wow. half of town, it's one time. And on the other, like if you travel a couple of blocks, it's you're an hour later. I'm trying to think, would that be like South Bend? I'm trying to think of what, you said it's Central Time? Uh, yeah, it, there's one in the Florida Panhandle. It, oh, it could, I'm sorry, so, I was thinking so, Indiana. Oh, South Bend could do the same thing. I know, I mean, because the timeline does cut that weird cross line mm-hmm. through Indiana. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure there's a lot of places that are like that, but the, it, it's a pretty big city, if I remember right. And it, it may be Panama City or somewhere like that, where half of the town is on one time and half is on the other. Okay, so this is where I'm going to be looking for the next five minutes while we're doing news and stuff. Because then it reminds me that there are four counties in Kansas that are in mountain time. Yeah, right. For And I can't remember. We looked that up once about why that reason is. Far out and, west, yeah. Yeah, and it was it was by design for some reason, but there are four counties in Kansas that are mountain time. Yeah, and it was like the, because the closest big city is Denver. So they it, it was just right, kind of yeah. easier for them to be on Denver time than it is for them to be on Wichita time. Yes. 
Thanks, everyone, for entertaining us and keeping us entertained <laughs> as we went down this little rabbit hole here. All right, coming up, we will go to the city of Shawnee. We're learning a little bit more about the decision to put their city manager on paid administrative leave. See what you think about this coming up next on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The story that we have out of Shawnee, Kansas, the city manager, the subject of some controversy, I think is the kindest way to put it, uh, was making national news this morning. Uh, for lack of a better term, it's just kind of a sexy story. Forgive the, the <laughs> reference, but you sure. know, it just kind of is. Um, and so with that, there were a couple of stories that were out yesterday where I think Channel 9 asked a lawyer, hey, what do you think is going to happen next? And then the Shawnee City Council was asked why they put Doug Gerber on paid administrative leave. And they've given an explanation. And I think, really? That's the reason? Yeah, kind of. And in some of them, it's it's odd because clearly while he had enemies, when we talked about the outgoing mayor and the former mayor, who neither one of them had very nice things to say about him, he apparently, at least on the council, does have still some allies. And people say, well, I thought he was doing a really good job. But really what it comes down to is they're they're trying to make the case that it's not so much the video or the fact that it existed, because we've talked about some of the problems with that, with Kansas law, looking at him as a victim of a crime, not as a criminal, because he didn't do anything criminal, but looking at him as the victim of a crime and a, a victim of a violation of privacy. So firing a victim sounds like pretty sketchy territory. So now what they're doing is they're saying, well, um, this video circulated originally on the 29th of September. And we didn't find out about it for a little over a month. So clearly there was a cover up and that's why we're putting them on paid administrative leave. Here's my suspicion. <laughs> yeah, right. I think the city council is embarrassed Yeah, that this got out in the media first. I mean, this was someone telling the Kansas City Star, this has happened. And the star doing an open records request, which then they had, then that's when the city finds out. By then it was too late. It was a month into after this had happened. I think they're they're humiliated yeah. that this got out, and they wanted him to tell them just so that they weren't embarrassed by it. 
Well, here's here's why to me that explanation doesn't wash and doesn't make any sense at all. Is he the one who covered it up? That is a um Oh man. Okay, who had the responsibility to tell the city council? Yeah. I mean, this thing went presumably they didn't whoever the the, the emailer was and I'm still mm-hmm. wondering, okay, if we're having emergency meetings to decide what to do about the city manager who didn't commit any crimes, how about mm-hmm. we have an emergency meeting of the Shawnee City Council to figure out how you're going to find whoever it was that sent the email? That's your criminal. Why don't you go find him? Which to be fair, that was a closed meeting. It may have come up in conversation. We don't know. It wasn't what they said was the purpose of that meeting. Right. And you're right. That's a problem. Publicly, that's a problem. But it, it could have come up. They just didn't say so. Yeah. But your question is interesting. Why, um, why is he the one that bore the responsibility to tell the city council that it got out? Because presumably he didn't get the email. I mean, if, if you're the one who's trying to wreck his career by mm-hmm. sending this email out to all of his colleagues that work for the city of Shawnee, you're not going to send it to him. You're not going to alert him to the fact that you did this. You're going to send it to everybody else. So at the very least, if he learned about it before it was in the Kansas City Star, and I think it's probably assumable that he did, he heard about it at second hand from a bunch of people who didn't say anything about it for a month. So this is part of my frustration about the story. And if, if you've heard this detail and I missed it, correct me. I, my understanding was that it went out to, uh, maybe I read this wrong, but it, I thought it went out to all city employees. Like it was a mass email that went out. What I read into that, maybe not accurately, was he was on that list too and would have received it because it went out to a bunch of people. It could be. I, I don't remember it going out to all of them. In fact, I okay. thought, I, and you know, again, I could have the details on this uh, screwy in my head, but I thought I had heard that some of them got it and some of them didn't. Okay, that, that might be true. That it wasn't everybody. It may also have been that some of them got it and some of them didn't notice. Or with right. some of them, it went to their spam folder. Or I mean, you know how email works. We've all had that happen where it's like, well, why didn't you respond to that email? I never got it check your spam folder so whatever those details are nobody said anything about it. he wasn't the only one so if if the cover-up is the problem and he didn't engineer the cover-up or wasn't the only one that was involved in it then everybody needs to go and i i wonder if it's um and i hate if this is the reason i could see there being two reasons for it number one is he's the name yeah. You know, he's the boss. He's the he's the star of the video. He's the one that you know. <laughs> the star. <laughs> he's the name, right? Uh-huh. Okay. But also because you don't know who maybe they don't know who sent it. And you feel like you need to get a handle on this somewhere. So you Now again, he's on paid administrative leave. This is a this is a paid vacation. Sure. So it's not so even though he's on leave, that sounds worse than it is. But you're right if they were to target someone I feel like he's the one they know. Yeah, uh, and you know some of the reporting so far, and again, for whatever that's worth, especially since some of it came out of the New York Post, you mentioned the fact that this story has now gone national. They're already saying he's on paid administrative leave and he's expected to be fired. I mean, that was a direct quote out of the New, wow. York, out of the New York Post version, but keep in mind, that's the New York Post. That is not reporting from here. So that may have been them reading into the situation. It wouldn't be the first time the Post did something like that. Um, but but even with that standing out there, I mean, you're still 
you're punishing the guy who apparently didn't have any control over this. And it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, and it also doesn't wash that, well, yes, we have this video of the city manager doing this on his couch and, you know, whatever he was doing on the couch. And and we're going to fire him, but but not that not for that, though. Oh, come on. I mean, grow up and say what you mean. So, again, he's not being punished. Not yet. He's on paid administrative leave. That's not a punishment. That's a, hey, we don't want you around the staff because we've heard some other things until we figure this out. I don't think he's going to be fired. I think there will be conversations behind the scenes in which he resigns. And I think it's going to be about, and it stinks. I don't like it. But re- but this is the reality we live in. I think part of it's going to be a b- about you cannot effectively ma- we can't change how we got here. But the reality is now you're the boss and everybody's seen this and you cannot effectively manage. Yeah. The other thing I think that's going to come into play is and I don't know that they'll say this publicly is I could see a closed door meeting in which they say to him, listen, now now we have to face the facts on all this other stuff that we kind of knew about before but we weren't going to really hold you responsible for but now we have to we can't ignore the fact that we know isn't it easier if you just walk away here yes and if that happens and it wouldn't surprise me at all again we don't know that any of this is happening but generally that's the way things work when something like this happens that's that's embarrassing but, you know, it, it's not necessarily something that, that you would feel comfortable out and out firing somebody for is that's what they do. They try to pressure you to resign and maybe offer them some money. I mean, that was a lucrative $190,000 a year job. Those don't come yeah. along every day. So, uh, I mean, for them to offer money or whatever to try to encourage him, okay, if you agree to resign, then we'll give you a recommendation on your next job and we'll give you so much money, blah, blah, blah. And if that happens, I hope he fights it because this is nonsense. I mean, the the idea that he wouldn't be able to effectively govern hogwash. I don't think most people care about I mean, I, I think they care about the salaciousness of the story. Mm-hmm. Wait 15 minutes until mm-hmm. there's another salacious story and nobody is going to remember this. The, the idea, I mean, this is about, and, and what really galls me about this is that whoever this emailer was, whether it's somebody that's in the, the politics in the city of Shawnee or somebody that just happened to know about this, they did this on purpose to try to get him out because they had a beef with him. And rather than go through channels and try to get him you know, removed for yeah. for actual cause, they pulled a stunt like this, and it would really bother me if it works. So I would be curious to know what happens if he refuses to resign and they can't fire him. I mean, they they could, I, maybe, we don't know, but that's going to take six months of talking to lawyers. Yeah. It's easier if he just resigns. What if he refuses to resign? Right. And and, it, it, and they say, OK, well, then we're keeping you on paid administrative leave. Then you're still paying two people to do the job. Yeah, Really? Then sit back, put your feet up and yeah. watch the Flintstones. Yeah, I, I could totally see them saying that. OK, then we're going to keep you on paid administrative leave until the end of your contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody just texted this and I'm glad you said this because I I thought this was true, too. Per his contract, he's owed six months salary. But I think if that's if he's fired, not if he was if he resigns, that's his own. You don't get anything if you resign. I mean, that's your own doing. Well, they may do that as as the carrot and say, right. okay, you go ahead and resign, and we'll give you the six months anyway. Just right. go. But uh, I'm telling you, I, I it's it's like we always say how much, okay, they're going to settle this case, but I would love to see this play out in court. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing. I would love to see him fight this just to see what they do. Call their bluff. 
say, okay, you, you want to fire me? Go ahead and fire me, and then we'll see. You think you're going to pay me a little bit to go away? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that, and if you do make the move to fire me, then we'll see what a court thinks about this. Someone on the text line said the city manager has an annual contract that ends in March. I knew he was. I knew he just started the job in March. It's up every year. That's that sounds unusual. I mean, why? Normally, in a job like that, um, it, it would be surprising to me. And I don't know one way or the other. I don't know whether that's accurate or not. I'm sure we could look it up. But um, it would be a, it would be more surprising to me if it were an elected position. The fact right. that it's an appointed position that sounds like a political move. That that sounds like something that the council does to make sure that they have the ability to walk away from his contract anytime they want to. And the most it's ever going to cost them is $190,000. we are getting phone calls if you want to get in here, 913-586-7798. We'll take a break. We'll get to your calls next here on KMBZ. All right, quick clarification here. Uh, John found the contract. I think this is out of Shawnee Mission Post that put it up on their, on their website here. Uh, Doug Gerber was hired in March. Uh, there is no end date to his contract. No. He has that job until he leaves or he is fired. Yeah, the the quote under term and this is section 2 subhead A says this agreement shall remain in full force in effect from March 27th, 2023 until terminated by the city or the manager is provided in section 12. So, yeah, there's no end date on it. It's just a forever contract until we decide it isn't anymore. That makes more sense. Usually they do two or three years or you just have the job until un, until it's good that you don't have that job anymore. But yeah, he does. If he's fired, he gets six months. If he leaves, if he voluntarily leaves, he shall give the governing body 60 calendar days notice, no severance pay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what modifications, if any, they decide. Or if they see fit to just, you know, let this, let this calm down. Um, we'll go to you on the phones here in a second, but I, I do want to make notice of the fact that I've been out for the last few days, just, you know, kind of out and about in the afternoons and, you know, and, and being around, being at restaurants and stuff and, and listening and talking to people. Nobody has brought this up. And this is in Shawnee. So I haven't heard the buzz on this anywhere. You know, people are paying attention to it, but I don't think that it's it's one of those things that the people, uh, you know, really are being moved by one way or the other in terms of what happens to him in the future. We'll go to Richard in Independence, see what he thinks. Hey, Richard. Hey, guys. So let's, uh, let's go back to the Constitution. The First Amendment, Article 41, which separates church and state. These, the, the person that leaked this email stated that he's, not acting very Catholic. Well, what does it matter? Is, is he doing a good job? Is he doing the job he was hired to do? Who cares if he's making porn at the end of the day? <laughs> he's not in office. He's not in the office doing it. He's not with the secretary. He, who cares? Let it, the man do it. it. It goes back to the school teachers. You know what? When you're off work, if you're not wearing anything that says your business logo or your city logo that you represent, and you want to do porn? Hey, you know what? If you think you got it, go for it. I know I ain't got it, but if you think you got it, knock yourself out. And yet, school districts, I mean, it's it's a, it's the perfect example because that shouldn't be a big deal either. And yet, here we've had two teachers in the same district. They weren't fired, but they had to resign for the exact same right. reasons. Yeah. 
I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, I mean, the the one thing that you can count on is anytime there's a salacious story like this that pops up, you will never hear so many people pretend they never heard of sex before. <laughs> so, right. Richard, I appreciate the call, man. Yeah, that, I mean that that's and that's what everybody seems to be doing right now. Now he's right. I mean the fact that the whoever the anonymous emailer was said something about you know this not being a very Catholic way to to act or whatever that means absolutely nothing in yeah. terms of the 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 decision that's made on a governmental level it can't mean anything now as as far as you calling somebody immoral or anti or uncatholic or whatever people are free to have those kinds of things to say but it shouldn't have any bearing on what the what the city of Shawnee decides to do but again, back to your point about it not being a topic of conversation, city council is not going to make their decision that way. Again, I, I, no, that's I come back yeah. to, you know, those two teachers in St. Clair should have had no problem keeping their jobs for the same reason. Don't act like kids have never heard of this before and they're not doing anything illegal. And yet they both knew their careers ended once that got out. And that's not fair and that's not right. But the superintendent didn't care about what should be, yeah. they care a little too much about perception. Oh, definitely. And, and there's a lot of, we'll get back to the phones here in a sec, uh, there's a lot of you know, sort of indicators about that uh, that um, that they don't really pay attention to what people think about it. I mean, even the stories about the teachers, I heard people talking about that out in public, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. city manager. Hey, and we don't know, I mean, the details on the video too. When was it recorded? And, and under what circumstances and who was on the other end of it, you know, the star said it appeared as though he recorded it. Yep. That was their quote was it looked like and I don't know how they know that, but they right. said it looked like he recorded it on a couch. Right. But, but I mean, in terms of when it was recorded yeah. and if you know, recording it is you're right. How do you find out who recorded it? Did he record it and send it to somebody or was it a live chat between him and somebody else that the other person recorded? Could you really tell the difference? And probably not. And here's a question and we'll get to the phones. If he if that was the case, that latest example, and if he knew it was being recorded, what did he agree to? Yeah. Did he agree to let that person have now just because you agree to let the person have it doesn't mean you agree to let it go out to a bunch of people. But that I, I um I have a harder time being convinced if he knew that someone else was recording it and would have it. Yeah. And uh, well, if he was and we don't know who the someone else was, because that matters, right. too, because you know, we had somebody the other day who was texting and going, but he's married. How do you know he wasn't sending it to his wife? Yeah. I mean, emails get uh, get intercepted. Stuff gets hacked all the time. The world's an imperfect place. Mark in Kansas City is up next with us. Hey, Mark. How are y'all doing this morning? Couldn't be better, Mark. What's going on? Okay, so I've been following this through your show and through Dana and Parks, and Dana was saying how this gentleman is a victim. I agree with that, but my question is, do we know how this all got started? Did somebody hack into his email no. and send his email out to other people? Yeah, no, the quick answer to that is no, we don't know. Uh, and th that would help with this, you know, it would really help, I think, us solidify our opinions about this. I think most of us are in that uh, arena of saying, okay, this is this guy's private life. I really don't have any stake in the matter. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it might solidify opinions one way or the other if we knew how it got out in the first place. Okay, thank you. You got it. Thanks a lot, Mark. And quite frankly, I don't know when or if we will ever learn any of that. Um, the city council has another meeting set for Monday. 
then they are going to be busy with city council elections that take place on Tuesday. I need to look and see how many of these city council seats are up on Tuesday. But that could that could be what they're waiting for, quite frankly. I mean, they could be saying, we don't want to make decisions about this yeah. until we know what happens on Tuesday. Well, and then if you get new council members on there, uh-huh. remember, it was, wasn't it six to one? What Wasn't it? Um, there were a lot of people. I feel like it was six to one. When in they terms approved of, him? Yeah. yeah. I believe you're right. Maybe you get a few people on that council that don't like him as much as the previous council did. And see, and that's another reason to really hate what this is, because that when you put it in that perspective, that makes it sound like a much bigger power grab than just getting rid of the city manager, because you're right. Now it puts the onus, and keep in mind that the person who, who was going back and forth with the star, who was apparently the person who sent the email, the, the anonymous emailer that was involved in this, in those exchanges and in the original email, there was there were statements made about the rest of the council. Mm-hmm. So yes. this really does. It sounds like somebody who was trying to get rid of a good portion of the Shawnee City Council. And it will be now I yeah, I this has no bearing on who they are or how they govern, but it would be tragic to me if that works. Regardless yes. of what you think about them, if you th- if if you wouldn't like them, if you live in Shawnee, which I do, and you don't like them, vote against them. But don't vote right. against them for this. Yes, boy. Now I need to look up who's up for. I need to look at the comparison of the vote for who voted for or against him, and who's up for re-election. Yeah, well, on Tuesday. And and I think you know everybody at this point is is also starting to come up with suspicions about who they think emailed it. I know mm-hmm. I've got mine. And I think it's somebody that we've already heard from on this story. So I okay. All I will I'm say is I hope deductive who, reasoning. I hope yeah, exactly. And I hope whoever mm-hmm. it is uh, ends up in jail over this because it's illegal. I hope they find out who it is. I hope this doesn't end with we never find out who. Mm-hmm. We might not. Maybe they're really good at hiding IP addresses, and I, I don't know how the tech. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's possible that we never find out. Yeah, I mean, there are ways to spoof those things. You're right. I I don't yeah. know. I would find it difficult to believe that somebody that's well, somebody that's that close that would have been able to do this is also going to be mega hacker. But I mean, they got a hold of the video. And then I would just wonder what's the motivation, especially if it's who I think we're both thinking of the same person. But mm-hmm. if What's the motivation behind that then? So interesting. Okay, we'll take a break. Coming up in the next hour, we have an update on the busing situation in a major local school district and the change they are looking at making because of the shortage of drivers. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.